Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminole Headlines, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV, headliner questions on the way. Dr. Birch, Birch Orthodontics. We love Birch Orthodontics. And, um, yeah, i successful trip last week to birch i'm there i'm the guy i'm the i'm, I'm there once a week uh just, but that's it's not once a just, week and i don't mean it to sound bad we're just check i got two boys two of them are you know bryce is out of braces they're just monitoring to make sure the retainer that we just got is working well and then clark is in braces so he has regular checkups which by the way those checkups once you're on the plan are free they just go Ooh. in there and make sure everything's going right i'm not getting charged each time i go there i don't want anybody to get the wrong idea but i am there frequently and you you act like you're going there for the kid. You're going there. You're choosing to go there because you want to talk to Dr. Birch and talk a little Florida State football. It's good times. Last time I was there, she's in a a really happy mood these days. She's in yes. a she's in a good place, man. She seems to be like walking along, whistling, feeling good about things because Florida State's no longer the laughing stock of the conference. That's good. Nice, yeah, man. Nice. The the first few years with my first older two kids when they would go to the appointments, Florida State was doing well. Yeah, it was all cheery. Later on with the last one. There were some rocky times, and maybe mm. she wasn't always thrilled uh, in the best frame of mind, but always did great work, always uh, right. tremendous uh, work at virtual orthodontics, and uh, you should take your kids there. Or you don't have to be a kid. You can be an adult and get a better smile, and they have all the latest technology uh, and the Invisalign, all the different – the multicolored braces is your kids uh, – mm-hmm. is uh, Clark still changing them all, all the time? Uh, the, the no, he's still, he's still got the Christmas colors rocking, and I like it. I told him to keep it. I think it looks good. It's like having the Christmas lights up year round. I like it. It's festive. Keep it up, Clark. Birchorthodontics.com is the website, and you can set up a free consultation. They've got payment plans, and they just do incredible work. And we we kid around about all the other stuff, but really is uh, it's a big investment if you're going to do braces for your kids or orthodontic work, and you should go to them because they do great work. So I've got uh, Ira because you were so woefully late on posting these. Uh, I can't. You can't get mad at me today if I'm no. having to beer towards the Facebook questions. Although there's not a bevy of those either. It is truly. Well, we didn't give them a lot of time. We, it was like, I forgot. I actually did mine a little. I mean, I was much earlier than Ira. I mean, I was the early bird when it comes to Ira, but uh, yeah, it was like, mine was like nine 30 or something. I kind of forgot about it too. All right. At least you owned up to it because I'm looking, I'm trying to put copy and paste all these onto a word document. So I don't have to keep looking away from the camera. Just put this right over here off to my right side. Uh, but I noticed we don't have a ton of them, but we're good. We got at least 30-something. 
Uh, Wilson wants to know if I'm mad uh, that he mentioned I could die last week and that he and Corey look better bald. Uh, I'm not Wilson. I'm not mad. I already wrote back to you when you initially, Ira saw what I wrote back. I mean, my goodness, Wilson's vitriol in the moment was <laughs> excessive. So, what do you say? So, so uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Something about no, you posted ages. the picture of us. Oh, the I, that's right. Down. I yeah. did post a picture from the downtown get down and, and somebody said, you know, we were talking about age or whatever. And, and uh, Jeff said, yeah, I checked, you know, checked and I'm still, I'm still alive. And Wilson goes, Hey, the day's still young. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Got a little dark there on Twitter. For no, a I want to I mention the picture. I love the picture. Boy, you were in a lost place, Corey. I know. You really... I blame Shanna. Don't don't you blame Shanna for what was <laughs> what? going on there? I, why, she, why would she let me go out were, like that? You were 30 years old. I, was I feel 30, like I was 34 years old, I think. Or 30, yeah. And you're, and you're blaming Shanna. Well, because she, she was dressing you for school. I mean, you got to look at some point. Somebody in your life has to be like, man, you've got a nice shaped head. Why are you holding on to the, the hair that you have? Just shave <laughs> so it Corey, off. I want to take responsibility. I didn't shave it off for another four years. I know. I know. I want to take some responsibility, but I don't feel like it's completely my fault. Ira and you go back. Yeah, longer. that's a good point. I had only known you really for like a year and a half. At I point. wasn't in a place where yes. I could boldly pull you aside and say, Corey, you look like. Right. <laughs> you know, I couldn't do that. Can we and do that that's on the a... show now? Is Tom going to post the picture? I hope he, Tom don't. That wasn't, an, that wasn't an ask. The, I mean, so <laughs> I wasn't at a place where I could say that comfortably. Now, I would say that to you now. Yeah, but, sure. But, uh, you know, I can't do that then because we're not close enough yet. We didn't have the history that we do now. Right. Like, yes, you could because certainly tell me. to be sure. Like, I'll be honest, to... those dumb hats you wear, we don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a clown. It's, well, it's, it's, right, Corey, Tom? Is that what we're doing? Of course. <laughs> it's different. It's different. He's talking to the uh, 2012 Corey yes, Clark. Right, He's not gotcha. talking to 2023 Corey Clark. Yeah, right. You got and, and Corey, I, I knew Corey's defense mechanisms would come up. I could, <laughs> I sensed it was, he was like this a moment ago. I'm like, here comes something. He's right. saying he hates my shoes or something. <laughs> I, I knew it was coming, but it's all right. Let it go. You moved on. And but we, it, it, in, in my defense, in my defense, what, because I'm getting, now it's getting, first it went from Shanna that got blamed. Now Ira got blamed for not being a big, good enough fan or friend. Back in the day, Corey wore hats all the time. He was always wearing a cap. So you had the hair on the sides. So you had the illusion right. that he had hair. So that was actually a better look than being bald. Oh, but unless you, unless you took the hat off. If you had the hat on, though, you looked like you had the locks. It was, it was good. Well, now, good you're, now you got it right. And luckily, society came around, too. We were ostracized early on, Corey, you and I, with our baldness. Right. Now people accept it, love it, embrace it. Hell, people clamor for Ira to shave his head every show. Yeah, yeah there's there's the photo. I'm showing it. So Jeff, I mean, I don't remember. I always thought you were bald. I, you have real hair there. That's oh, like, I I still have real hair, Corey. I just don't. This this top portion up top there is a little thin. But, but then you look at me. What was going on? I don't because there's there's if you look at the top of the head, there's some hair there too that I left, and I just don't quite understand it. Uh, this is it, the Zapruder <laughs> film breakdown, but I gotta yeah. tell you, Corey, good I know. God. I didn't, it doesn't make sense. And I, again, I blame Shanna and I apologize to Shanna that she was married to that. Because <laughs> look at what it is now. Look at the package now, gang. <laughs> All right. Next question. And by the way, Wilson, we're not embittered. Uh, Sean writes, you can only have one in 2024, a national championship in football or a national championship in baseball. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, is there a uh, is there a question? Football. What? What? Yeah. Come on, Sean. Football. I mean, Sean loves the baseball. I know, but it's Link. Like if it was Mike Martin Senior getting one, I, I would. I, and he's been here for forty four years. I'd be like, oh, okay, we'll sacrifice. We we want him to win one. But it's Link in his second. Year. I think it's a better question than you guys are giving him credit for because really? as as a knoll, I'm going to tell you now, it hurts my heart that Florida State hasn't won a national championship in baseball. They're a better program than half the teams that have. Yeah, more than half, I bet. And it pisses me off to no end. Yeah. No, I get it. Here's the thing. What? If you come at it like this, I believe that Florida State's going to be an annual contender for the college football playoff under Mike Norvell starting from this point forward, that they are pretty much going to be in the hunt most years. And if you get to the college football playoff, you got a chance to win it all. I don't know, man. Baseball is so fickle and weird. You can be the best team in the country and get bounced in your own home regional. It happens all the time. Just happened last year to Tennessee by Link Jarrett. So I'm just saying, man. Let me ask you this. Don't think about what it does for you. Think about the the pain that it inflicts on the other fan bases, okay? When when Florida won the national championship in baseball, it might have pissed you off that day. But it, it wasn't something that bothered you for months. But man, if Florida State was a national, another national championship in football, yeah, it hurts them. Think about the pain that, yeah. that in Gainesville and yeah. Miami they're going to be experiencing. So try to try to think of it from that perspective. That's yeah, fair, that's, a, that's probably the better lens to look at. Plus, I always I've kind of gotten the impression here the last since I've been covering this sport that like if you win the national championship in baseball and you dogpile and everybody's excited, and then it's like a week later you're like, huh? Yes. Right. It, I mean, just no, feel like it's no offense, that baseball guys. No offense, I, baseball guys. And it's, but it's weird because I think that that softball team that won it for Florida State is different. And maybe it would be with baseball because the softball team isn't really wasn't a national power like Alabama or Oklahoma. They kind of uh, fought through all they did to win that and came out of nowhere. But I feel like that team is remembered fondly. I don't, and obviously you'd be remembered fondly if you won a college baseball championship. But I don't know that it's re- you reflect on it a lot. You well, win you, it, it, you move. Like, do Florida fans reflect on their national championship? In some baseball? of them, I'm sure, do. But I like think a hundred. But I think where Corey started, you know, two years ago, we probably we probably would have said Leonard Hamilton winning a national championship. Five years ago, six years ago, we would have said Mike Martin winning a national championship. Link is just getting started, man. He's a young man. I think we feel yeah. like okay, you know, there's not there, you know, that emotional man. part. Uh, I, I'm with you. I get that. First of all, we're not arguing which sport is. Vastly superior in terms of uh, importance for the dollars and, and and the popularity. Obviously, Florida State gains more, both financially and reputationally, if they win a national championship in football. Got it. Just personally, yeah. I've been waiting to see that baseball title for a long time, man. And it bothers me to know in. I'm with you a little bit there, Sean. I get it. All right, next up, Kevin. Care to share your favorite recipe? Oh, register sausage. I told you this was in there. I'm going to yeah. give you one right now that, guys, we haven't shared a, yet. And also, it's none of your business, Kevin. <laughs> if if he wanted you to know, he'd invite you over for dinner. <laughs> but he isn't. I'm going to give you one right now in like a saucepan. Chop up that registered sausage, whichever one you like the most, and a big stick of butter with garlic. Mm, really? Buddy. I think this is also on the Weight Watchers plan. There's no such thing as bad fat. You can't, you just have to, you have to obviously watch your overall caloric intake, but there's no such thing as bad fat. You throw that butter in that pan, damn it. All great chefs do. And then you throw in the garlic and the salt and the butter. Oh, forget about it, man. It's good stuff. 
I know you're not a huge steak guy anymore, Jeff, but do you guys ever, and I don't know if Corey makes steaks. I've seared the steaks with. And, and the frying the pan and the butter. Man. Yeah, of course. I don't. Oh man. That is yes, Chris. cast iron, cast iron, Ugh. stick of butter, sear the baby on the outside. Then you put it back in. Oh, I smoke up the whole house, but man, it is unbelievable. Yes. Good on you, buddy. Well, this, Hey, we don't advertise for any steak. Uh, <laughs> we could companies we we should yeah we should any cattle ranchers out there if syracuse and pitt switched spots would this schedule be perfect yeah yeah you know that that the three home games man is is a that's a bit of a bummer um and maybe having to go to pitt in november it could be weather could be an issue probably not but could be but yeah other than that i you know that's I don't like the three home games in a row. And as you said earlier, like there's, there's a lot of people that just aren't making three straight trips. Um, yeah. They, they don't like it either. I'm sure uh, over there and it's hard on, Hey, listen, if we're going to be bringing it back to us, cause that's what we do. I mean, three straight Saturdays over there working is not the, not ideal either. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a grind. Jeff. It's a grind. that People really will never fully guys, appreciate guys. They're going to, I, just, I look over Kim in the morning. I'm like, baby, you realize they're asking me to go cover a football game again and get yeah. paid for it. But it's yeah. all day, Ira. It's all day. It's a yeah. tough life we live. It's, yeah. You leave that house early in the morning with the sun coming up and you're not coming back till 10 p.m. Like it's it, it's like coal mining of this generation. A little bit. I tell people that. That's interesting you bring that up. I, I've mentioned it before. I'm like, the health effects aren't quite as severe, but it feels I, I, like we're down that's the That's really the too. only difference. Is the, if, the health factors. If you listen to, uh, yeah, if you catch a little wake up war chant, there's a good chance you're going to hear Aslan or Corey lamenting uh, hard work of a sports writer or a media person. Which, hey, do not throw me into that. Hey, you're, you're you, co-host. I do not. I tell, I tell that. <laughs> yeah, it's the co-host. Don't, don't say that. I, I'm always the one that's like, man, it's you know, it, it ain't that hard. <laughs> All right, next one. I know you guys will discuss the schedule, but any thoughts on November ending with Miami and UF? two of the three weeks, then possibly playing Clemson uh, all within four weeks. Um, well, he adds in this that he noted Clemson has a tough schedule down the stretch too. If they didn't, that would be bothersome, but they do too. So you're all going to be coming out the other side a little ragged. And that's just all it is to play big-time football, man. If you're playing for conference championships, you're going to play a stretch where you're playing two out of the last three weeks. You're at least going to be playing somebody who's capable of running with you. I didn't think about that though. That's a good point about you know the last four weeks. If you get to the championship game, there's a very good chance the last four games of your schedule are Miami, North Alabama, Florida, and Clemson. That's yeah. that's a three out Miami of four. Miami is akin to North Alabama, Corey. Well, that, well that's, that's true. Well, that was one thing I was going to say is it's actually kind of a, it might be a kind of a gift that you get Miami that late because their season may be completely gone at that point. We'll see. Maybe it won't be. But based on recent, yeah, one history, of my friends was well. Bill Hayes actually last night was like uh, at corner pocket was like, oh, well, I'm glad we're playing them in November. They're always terrible in November, right? And, and then like, well, that's a good point. cashed it in by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the other part, yeah, and the other part of it, I think you know, and again, kind of related back to the topic of the early buy is you do have some games in there that are, you'd like to think if Florida State's where they're at now, they're not going to be four quarter games, maybe you know, some of those games in that middle stretch where they got the back-to-back-to-back home games. So maybe you can rest some guys' reps, get some depth in those games going into that that home stretch. Michael writes, I actually thought it'd be good to play Clemson early while they're figuring out the system. Do you all agree? And, Corey, when is Stephanie and company going to start a Norvell as hot club? Wasn't there supposed to be a wives or woman of war chant started a while back? Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, Stephanie's the only she doesn't listen to this show much, but she is by far the most avid listener of the three of ours. Significant <laughs> others. Yeah. Uh, the other two don't even realize they're I don't think show. my wife has ever heard the show in yeah. the decade plus we've been doing it. Yeah. Kim, very- Kim, only, Kim only has when people have made comments about things I've said that have got me in trouble. Well, my wife doesn't even go back to check on the comments that people refer to her. Like yeah. she works in the school system. Somebody will walk in and say, I love your husband's show. I listen to it all the time. But by the way, the other day he said something terrible about yeah. you. And she's like, Oh, that's just, you know. That's a Tuesday at our house. <laughs> but I think if you polled your wives, both of them would uh, agree with Stephanie's take. I don't think it needs to be a club. I don't think we need to go that far, but I think there's, there's just, that might know, be a little creepy. Yeah. There's a lot of nodding going around. I actually did ask my wife if she thought Norvell was hot hmm. after last week's show. I came home and said, listen, this came up today. Corey's obsessed with Mike Norvell. Are no, you, do you think he's as hot as Corey does? And <laughs> she said, I don't know. I'd have to talk to Corey. As it turned out, we went out to dinner with you on Friday, you and Steph. And um, it didn't oh, come up. It should have come up again. She should have asked you specifically. She thanks had for the, the moment. Thanks, think, for, thanks for the invite, guys. Well, it was last second. Uh, it was last uh, second. We knew we weren't invited to the Ben thing. So it was like, we got to, we got to preemptively right, right, cut right. you to the quick. Right. Uh, good, good yeah, call. but she, she did agree. Uh, clearly. Well, I don't think we even talked about it. We should have, but yes. Uh, yes, that's right. Mike Norvell hot. That would be great for the SEO score. Just Mike, Mike Norvell hot question mark. And then just a bunch of slideshows on the website. Rodney wants to know when is Ira taking Jeff and Corey to see magic Mike's last dance. Maybe war <laughs> can provide a watch along. Anyone else tired of seeing that commercial yet? Um, I have what a question. Commercial? It's is magic. Mike's last dance. The one with Selma Hayek in it. I don't know. Is that a movie? Is that the se- Is there a sequel I don't, coming I, out? I don't know either, but there's some movie with Tanning Chatham and Selma Hayek coming out in which there's uh, like a prolonged sex scene. You said that wrong. Tanning Chatham. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Tanning Tatum. Oh, okay. There his, you go. His I don't know first name is not Tanning. I don't know who it is. My point is this Channing guy is, uh, <laughs> is apparently he's got the greatest acting gig of all time, which is a prolonged sex scene with Selma Hayek. Mm. And I and so of course people bombarded me on Twitter with the with this news. Is that what that movie is? I don't know. I don't it know. Sounds like it. I'm looking it up right now. It, it's released. Yeah, she's in. No, she's yeah, she is in it. Yep, yep. Okay, Some well then we can go. It. We can go. Um, it's it it's released on February 10th. It's coming out. February we'll leave 10th. after that scene. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, I don't know. What if we're invested in the story? I mean, it's a stripper down <laughs> on his luck. Feeling that it's riveting, huh? Yeah, yeah. I I uh, I did see the first one. The I did not. I guess there, there was a second one too, but I did not watch that one. But it was supposed to be I good. Wonder, like it kind of. It don't make your jokes. Matthew McConaughey was supposed to be really good in it. I didn't quite realize, and I should have that it was a. It was a lot of male bodies. The whole movie, which, kind of your thing. I mean, shut up, Ira. Shut lately, up. I mean, I'm just Ryan nothing's anything wrong with that. Ryan writes. Gentlemen, why, gentlemen, why is Jackson getting less minutes than Worley? Why Baba not Ham's go-to center over Corin? Nothing against Corin or Worley, but we got a different level of player out there with Jackson and Baba over both of them. Fair questions, especially so, with Baba. I, I don't understand why Baba wasn't in the game in the last two and a half minutes. Is Taylor doing? Is she doing a European tour first, or is she starting in? <laughs> no, is she starting I think in, the she's in the states? It's domestic, I think. I think okay. it's domestic. 
Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV continues in a moment. You asked for it and they listened. My bookie designed a unique deposit bonus that lets you cash in and cash out quick. A unique deposit bonus for sports bettors who want to focus on what to bet and not a payout sweat. Make your first deposit today with the promo code PROMO. Wager your deposit amount once and you're eligible to cash out. Want a sports book that gives you the most for your money? Bet on the big game with my bookie, pregame, live lines, and Super Bowl props. Bet anything from the opening coin toss to the length of the national anthem to the color of the Gatorade dumped on the winning coach. I can't tell you exactly who's going to win the Super Bowl, but I can tell you where I'm placing my bets. My bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Next question, boys. September in Boston, writes Michael. Early November at Pittsburgh or a potential top 10 matchup at Clemson. I can only make one game away this year. Which should I choose? Oh, okay, so he's looking at... September in Boston, early November in Pittsburgh, or a potential top 10 matchup at Clemson. Uh, is he, boys? Uh, one factor is if you've ever been to Boston or Pittsburgh. Correct. Those are both awesome cities. Um, so if so you is Clemson, are though, man, depending on what you're looking for. It does. Yeah, it's, it's, most people compare, they, they usually talk about the great American metropolises, and yeah. Clemson's right. It's like in the, Well, the cool right, thing about Clemson the, is it has the lake. Right. Well, I think Clemson's situated right between Pittsburgh and Boston, so it's a tough. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Uh, I would just say this uh, to Michael. Michael, I don't know if you're a history buff, but if you are, take your ass up to Boston. Boston. Uh, and 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 you can walk all of that. It's incredible. And there are a lot of other reasons to go to Boston, but that's one of them. Now, if that's not your thing, and, and you know you want to do something a little bit, I mean, there's a ton of museums in Pittsburgh that I would. Hey, are you a big fan of steel? Do you like steel? Do no, no, like... that's, it's now the technology industry up there, buddy. Now Pittsburgh well, is totally I would totally just think the changed. museums would be all dedicated to steel work. And chocolate and ketchup. No, man, they've got incredible fine arts museums. I they mean, they've, they really some of the best museums Unbelievable fine arts museums. They have several incredible museums up there. Listen, both those cities are wonderful cities. Ride the Incline. Which that I've done awesome. on numerous occasions. Yes, good times. Hey, did you ever try to go to the restaurant right when you get to the top and it's off to the left-hand side? We No, we were kind of in a rush when we so, were Man, it's hard to get in there. People love that damn restaurant. I was, I'm frustrated. You go on a Wednesday at noon, you can't get in there. It's nuts. I think we might have stopped at an ice cream shop up there, maybe. Yeah, you did. You I did. bought jeans. I bought jeans and one Corey of the gift did buy, shops. Corey I did buy jeans. I, I, I didn't bring my clothes with me. Um, I, I packed everything but my actual clothes. So I only had shorts to wear to the game, and I wasn't doing that. So I had to go buy. They were $90 jeans. I think they might have been women's jeans, honestly. They were, they were. <laughs> They were designed in a way where I convinced myself they were men's jeans and they looked like men's jeans, but I'm not 100% sure. You know what I've discovered? Corey, I gotta, this, this brings up a point. I think on at least 10 different occasions, you've shown up underdressed, freezing your ass off for something. Oh, 10? I mean, yeah. what is it with you not grabbing a god dog jacket, man? What is the... It, well, it's, it's Shannon a lot of Stephanie's travel. fault. Shannon it, Stephanie's fault. Exactly. Why won't somebody take care of me? <laughs> <laughs> Please. I mean, how much ammo do you need? How much evidence do you need that I can't do it myself? When you get out of the car, sometimes you're like shivering. I'm like, dude, we have jackets. He should just well, like, I usually have a bunch of clothes in my car. He should just, just like, about. he should just look at Stephanie and be like, do you not care about me? 
Yeah, is this, are, is you this over? Sick? Is this my way? To, is this your way of telling me it's over? You won't dress me anymore? The one little thing I wanted to say real quick, uh, all those videos that were great that I gave all the praise to FSU for doing, in the Pittsburgh one, if we could have got a 42 in there somewhere, just a little tip of the cap to Monk, it would have been cool. Because that, that, that trip, seeing him in Pittsburgh, his hometown, um, in that, before that 2013 game, I mean, just his pride of Florida State being there and his hometown, it was really cool. I made that one. It might have a nice little touch, but, um, but it, you know, that, I'll be thinking about Monk when we go to Pitt. And to answer the question, though, it sounded like Clemson was not even, even if it is a top 10 matchup, y'all aren't saying go to that one. And I think you could also say, well, you could always get to Charlotte and watch it again maybe in December. If you only have one choice, take Boston or Pittsburgh. Or, if, if, but if you just die, if you're like one of the, you know, somebody on the message boards complained because I mentioned how cool the cities are, Boston Pitt. He's like, yeah, but Boston Stadium stinks. I mean, if the college football experience is what you're looking for, obviously. Then it's obviously it's Clemson. Yeah. It's no contest. That is fair. If you want to see a real football game against with two top 10 teams and rabid fan bases, real and fan a collegiate bases, experience, yeah. it's, the, it's the Clemson game. He's from Park City, Utah. He said cold doesn't bother him either way, which good because you're also a man. So no matter where you're from, you shouldn't be bothered by the cold. Secondly, uh, I would suggest that it Boston is, historically has more to offer. If if it's museums, I think Pittsburgh's got more to offer. But yeah. look, man, if you just want to see a great college football game, go to that Clemson game up there. Yeah. Either of those two other trips, the least fun you're going to have is in those three or four hours of the game. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, what is the over under on? Oh, well, Christopher, here you go. I'm reading it. I think this was the test. What is the over under on Jeff Cameron show reading tweets versus Facebook questions? I'll have you know that I have plowed through these Twitter questions. Did you did you set him up to do that? Ira? Did no. you have him post that there? They just they know you're you know, you're prejudiced against Twitter. And so they're they're just throwing Twitter, it out. But I also Should... hate Facebook. Truth to power from the Twitter. Well, should we should we go to Snapchat next or? Uh, yeah, I was thinking. Hinge. When did we start? When did we start doing questions? Because it wasn't right off the bat, right? It was Shanna's idea, probably really? three years in, three or four years in. She's like, you I, should have an avenue where they can ask uh, you questions. I would say probably 2012 is when we started. So a couple years in, I think. And then we quickly realized that that they have better material than us. But yeah. at the but at the time, so the first two years, we were just us just. Blabbing? For two hours, yeah, it's crazy. Can you imagine? We were all younger than guys. We could. We, we had could hair. Blab. We had we glorious could, hair. Yeah, we could do anything we wanted back then. <laughs> we could have talked for four hours. Yeah. Uh, Mike writes, "What's a la- more last minute and disappointing? What's more last minute and disappointing than Ira posting the headliner questions at 12 a.m. the day of, or Randy Shannon getting a commitment from the 1,830th ranked player at the end of January?" <laughs> it is funny. So. I saw that they committed, that they got a commitment from this kid. And I just went to the on three rankings <laughs> and clicked linebacker and just started scrolling the list. <laughs> and I was like, okay, does he, maybe he doesn't play linebacker. So I went back and checked. No, no, he says linebacker. So I went and I kept scrolling and I, I did finally find him. <laughs> I did finally find him. But I mean, he decommitted from North Texas. The imagination of that question is so good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, bravo, sir. Well, I saw, and it's funny because the uh, the people that on three our network they do their own versions of, of commitment stories, like their staff does, and in their story they'll it's just like carbon copy. They they are instructed to anytime they mention a player, they they mention their full number ranking, like that he is the so it says something like yeah he is the eighteen hundred and thirty sixth yes uh, player in the class. Uh, 
All right, here's the thing. Uh, I don't, we, none of us know how wh- whether or not Dylan Brown Turner can play. What's it? DBT. I, would, I hope he has a great career. I would encourage you, though, if you get a chance to read the Q&A Michael did. It's up on the site right now. You can go check it out at warchant.com. Still have the $30 deal uh, through August if you're not a subscriber. The ki- he asked he asked the kid about that about like what you know what fans were saying and, and and some of that stuff and the kid's pretty mature and he's very like what you would hope he says is like look man I don't care about my star rating I know who I am I know what I can do I know I can run I know I can play the coaches know I can play so nothing else really matters and I thought you know it's a good response and I mean that's all he brought, probably can say at this point other than I was gonna say if them. I was ranked eighteen hundred and thirty sixth I wouldn't care about it either I'd be like oh who cares I'm, I'm at least the top eighteen hundred. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how it works out. Oh, Mike, I really love your question. Well done. Um, <laughs> uh, I have another one here that I lost it. Damn it, man. This was good. Oh, here we go. Uh, it's a different one. Kevin writes, gentlemen, I could have made it to every FSU baseball opening day, or I have made it to every FSU baseball opening day for 20 years, including the COVID year. Unfortunately, when planning out my wedding this year, I was relieved. I convinced my soon-to-be wife not to get married in the fall. I failed to realize it was the same weekend as opening day, and the rehearsal dinner is at the exact same time as the opener. My question is, do I break tradition and skip the game completely, or do I go for a few minutes of batting practice and still have that count as a streak that is alive? Let me ask you this, Kevin. In this streak that you've had, has it ever ended with Florida State winning a national championship that year? Mm. So he might be he might be the reason they win it all. They finally broke saying, the Kevin Curse. Break the streak, Kevin. Like ch- change it up a Kevin's little bit. Kevin's the freaking problem. Yeah, change it up. Do not show up at all. Don't even think about it. Don't even think about the game on opening or the the opener or the whatever. I guess he's probably getting married that Saturday. Don't even pay attention. Don't even open up a box score. Don't even if get you, to, don't rush to your newspaper and crack open it and see the box score of the game. Just enjoy the wedding. I do feel like if you get in the stadium at some point that day, if, if it really means that much to you and you don't think, and you're not concerned that Corey's right and you've been the reason Mike Martin senior did not win a national championship, then you could probably sneak in early in the day. I will say this because we saw it during the COVID years. There's a lot of Florida state fans that have streaks going back 30, 40 years of going to every FSU game or every, um, I mean, there's some incredible streaks out there. And one of them, uh, a friend of ours, uh, he, he, he couldn't get tickets during one of those COVID years. I think it was North Carolina, maybe where they really shut down. They weren't giving tickets to anybody. Right. Right. And he was like, man, is there any way I could get a press pass to just walk in for like a minute, see the field and I'll walk back out. And I was like, dude, this, I don't know if that counts, but 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 we you know we'll see what we can do. But I think you he did, did make did it. Did you get in. him to pass, Ira? I did not, but I think he got in somehow. But the, the idea, my man is dr- driving from Florida to North Carolina just to keep that streak going by sneaking in for one second. So if he could do that, you can go catch some batting practice. No, don't. Again, your streak has not done anything for the for the good of the program. <laughs> some might think it has nothing to do with it, but I'm that's not Corey. It's baseball, it? man. It's baseball is a very superstitious sport. It's a very streaky sport. It's a hell of a thing. Here we go. Uh, I think you guys will like this. 2016 to 2021 was a bender that ended up with this team behind a dumpster being pelted by Monte Cristos. <laughs> 2022 was the training montage where steel sharpened steel and gray mm. hoodies were sold. After seeing this schedule, could 2023 be the Revenge Tour Part 2? Hashtag average ass headliner. 
The original Re- Revenge Tour was pretty was pretty fun. Yeah. I dubbed that year a revenge tour. We actually ended up having two years of a revenge tour. I don't know that this is the revenge tour. Um, the 2013 was like unholy what yeah. we did to teams that year. I mean, that, that's all I'll say. It was not for the faint of heart. I don't think this team is in a position to do those kinds of things to people on a regular basis. I think they're good and they may win some games lopsidedly like they did this year, but man, are they good enough to walk in and beat people 70 to 10? Yeah. They beat, they won every ACC game that year by three, at least three touchdowns. Most were by six touchdowns. I mean, they were only moments too, where you actually feared for the other team. Yeah, I mean, think about that Wake Forest game. They they beat them fifty nine to three. Wake Forest threw like seven interceptions. Like kid didn't want to play football anymore. Like they, uh, then the next week they beat Syracuse fifty nine to three or whatever. I mean, they just destroyed folks. That Syracuse yeah. game. That's when the kid got hurt in the back of the end zone. There was like there was all kinds of stuff happening where you would watch teams line up on kickoff because you remember Jimbo would let all of his studs out there on kickoff and you'd be like, oh no, like. You don't need to see some of those guys running full tilt at you if you if you're not that kind of man. That's that's a toughie. They the only game that was I mean I remember at any moment thinking man they may lose this game Boston DC. College yeah because yeah. I mean they were just so bad in the first half of that game until and then once it turned it was just like yeah I watched that game at the corner pocket bar and grill and I said something unfortunate in front of a, about a 58 year old woman who is a little. <laughs> I, I, off. Yeah, well, Tom slapped me on the shoulder and pointed to her. I was like, oh, sorry about that. Um, we weren't tackling, and I emphasized the need to tackle, and I may have said yeah. some other descriptors. And and You probably said quit tackling like a 58-year-old woman. I hate 58-year-old I women. I should have said something like that. It would have been yeah. better than what I said, right. indicating that they, we were being soft. Yes. Okay. Um, so that was the toughie, and then I, there's no coming back from that. Like I tried to a couple times turn around more, maybe offer up a beer or something, but there's no – yeah, just had to own it. I was more, I was a little less mature back yeah. in the well, twenty thirteen. You saw that hair. You looked like a Greek god. <laughs> um, Terry writes, "Good day, gentlemen. Long post warning, Jeff. I was sitting in my living room last Tuesday night watching a movie with my family and using my phone to keep an eye on the FSU Miami basketball game when it became apparent early that the Platinum Bohica was not going to happen." And I uttered aloud, well, there goes the Platinum Bohica. Unfortunately, it was during a lull in the action. My wife paused the movie and looked at me with a mixture of confusion and concern and insisted I explain myself. She was not amused. My teenage son was, which made things worse, have any of you ever had to explain a headlines or JCS inside joke to your family? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I literally both Shanna and Stephanie on Tuesday, within a matter of probably 40 minutes, texted <laughs> me, what is a Bohica? And I told I had to tell him. <laughs> yeah. Tim, Tim, so, Linnefelt, Tim Linnefelt texted uh, me, hey, I just had to look up on Google what Bohica was. So I love that he typed it into his search engine. That's oh, that's good. That'll be there forever. <laughs> the, the, uh, so I, I can tell you guys this now. I didn't want to tell you at the time. Ken the Carver. Had mm-hmm. reached out before the Miami game and said he was he wanted to do something special for Jeff for the Platinum Bohica. That's because oh. that's who Ken is. And so he he's like, "Can I get Tom's information? Because I I, I want to get some. I want to mail. He usually mails stuff to me. He wanted to send it directly to, to Jeff if the Bohica happened. And he's like, he goes, "Hey, I, I'm I, I'm not sure exactly what a Bohica is, but this is. And he 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 sent me something that was not the Bohica. And then 
And I hadn't responded yet because I was busy that day. And then he, he sent me another text later. And he goes, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a tough one to, it's a tough one to carve. The wood carving for it's, what his interpretation of a bohica is would I'll really have been something. I'll show it to you. It could have been used, to be honest. Right. But anyway. Well, anyway, we didn't have to worry about it, did we? We didn't have to worry about it. I mean, they let out a lot of aggression in that game. Yeah. Oh, boy. They 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 definitely denied the Bohica. There's no yes. – there, that was the end of that. There would be no – oh, my God. That is too good. I had no idea how to respond to Ken the Carver via email. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Ken, <laughs> why don't you try to work something within these parameters? Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War TV continues. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Wrapping it up, Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV, and a few more headliner questions. Kyle writes, hello, gentlemen. Is it me or did the ACC not do FSU a lot of favors. A bye week after Clemson, road games before Clemson and Miami, at least no Friday or Thursday games. Thanks for the great content as always. Kyle, I think Florida State did not get done dirty in any way. I guess fine. If you go, the key to this whole thing is, as Ira said earlier, and Corey mentioned it as well, go look at your opponent's schedule as well and see who they're playing before you play them Sometimes there's a real distinct advantage where somebody will have uh, a bye week before they play you. That's not the case in this situation. Uh, other times they may have in succession a lot of easy games. Clemson does have two easy games before they, they face Florida State. Yes. Um, but they're but non-conference games. That was going to be the case. That was going to be the case. So, yeah, I really don't have a, a problem with the schedule. Um, I, you know, again, I think – I, I Ira mentioned it. You could quip one way or the other that you think it's great you're playing Pitt when you are. He's noted in his story that two weeks prior to it being cold and windy, it was 77 degrees in a game. So you just don't know in November in Pittsburgh. So I I don't know. You're not going up there in the dead of winter. I don't have any real complaints here. You know, it's, it's, you know, I always think back to Jimbo because when the schedule would come out, like the process for the scheduling is, you know, the, the conference, Every school puts in their requests like, hey, we don't want this to happen. We would prefer not to have this happen. And then they take that into consideration. They put together the schedule. They send it out. And then there's constant pushing back from the schools saying, we don't like this. Could you change this? Whatever. And then they go through that process. But like Jimbo, when he was here, I mean, as you can imagine, never every, there was never – there's no, other than just replacing all of the FBS schools with FCS schools, there was like nothing they could do. Yeah. To make him feel like so, and that was a guy who had a team that was loaded. So I can see where fans, you know, you always think of the worst case scenarios, but I think overall, I think it it's pretty solid. And for the I, people that don't want to look it up, uh, the first word is bend, and the last word is again. And you can put all the other words and what they mean. It's an acronym, so you can put them all in order. I remember because I just I looked back and I texted Shanna what it meant. And I was expecting like a gross or uh, or oh, thanks. 
just no response at all. <laughs> just She's did like, not respond she, at all. She was like, okay, I'm just not going to listen to that show anymore. Yeah, hey, the, next, like, the next text was about Brady like a day later. Still juvenile. That's just all she nothing. said. Just not <laughs> even no response at all. Uh, <laughs> by the way, well, never mind. All right, we'll move yeah, forward. Yeah, let's, let's, move move right. let's move on. Hello, fellas from Bartlett, Tennessee. Is this a championship schedule or what? LSU and Clemson early to get the momentum going. You see any possible hiccups after the bye week? Thanks for the great content. And as always, go Knowles. Well, thanks, Ted. Thanks, man. Uh, I mean, we're old, so we, we see possible hiccups everywhere. I mean, yeah. that's the reality. I mean, there's a bunch of games you could say, well, man, that, that could be dicey. That could be tricky. That You know, there's... Uh, you know, look, the but the big games as far as, you know, obviously the big games, you're talking about Florida State, you know, excuse me, you're talking about Clemson, Pitt on the road, I think is a, a real challenging game. Um, you know, LSU obviously is a big challenging game, but it, but assuming you win more than you lose of those big games, you should be in great shape for all those other games. I mean, the difference between this year and last year to Jeff, you, you hinted on, on this earlier, is there's a lot more games that you feel very confident they're going to win, whereas last year... It was like you coin flip, coin flip. They're all coin tosses. Yeah. They were yeah. all going to be a five point spread either way. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. This one, you have a couple of coin tosses, probably three, maybe, um, maybe just two. I mean, I don't know what Florida or Pitt are going to be at the end of the year. Um, right. But so, you know, in September, you have two coin tosses. And quite frankly, you go three and one in September, everything is in front of you. It doesn't, uh, you, you really kind of need to beat LSU more than you need to beat Clemson because you can play Clemson again later in the year. But even if you lose to LSU and win at Death Valley, that's a very impressive win too. So if you finish September three and one, you've got a chance to accomplish all your goals. Got to finish three and one bare minimum to give yourself a chance yeah. at making the college football playoff. I right. agree. Um, one God other thing him. that's good. Okay. Well, I should say, God help everybody. If we're four and oh, Oh, buddy. Oh, well, buddy, are you kidding me? Well, I mean, two two things about that. Number one, I was going to say that it, it is, well, on that point, you know, I think they'll be able to handle 4-0 better than they did this past year um, because of the things we talked about, the things they've been through now. Also, um, the bunch of bums they're about to play. Yeah, they get to play Virginia Tech. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to the last time. Yeah, they were going yeah. through a different stretch. Um, but the other thing is, you're, you're, if, you, if you are that team, you know, if you're 3-1 or 4-0, obviously, in that first month, I mean, I just the, the hype on this program is is going to be incredible. I mean, people, the the Florida State will again be the focus of college game day. There's so much residual attention you get from being where Florida State ended last season, but then going into a season and having that play out. I mean, I just it's immeasurable. Um, I mean, there's imagine be- like having a two by your name for a month. Or six weeks or the whole season, you might your your chance to be number one. Like uh, that, that's just and that's stuff that you uh, that that not only lasts for those two months that you have a low number by your name, but all these kids watching it, all these guys in the portal watching it, you become uh, it just becomes second nature for them to think of Florida State as a top five program. With the way that recruiting has moved up in the cycle now, where the most important time is is the early one. Uh, which has become the de facto signing day. Um, the first four games are the most vital uh, of, of your season uh, in terms of making an impression on recruits uh, because those kids start to make their decisions right around then and, th- and then they have their own stuff to worry about. And that's why I thought it was so huge that Florida State started 4-0 last year 
And I didn't think the losing three straight games was going to hurt him in recruiting. Um, and maybe it did, maybe it didn't with some kids. But winning that game against LSU with the whole nation watching was a big deal for Florida State in the world of recruiting. And it, it will be even bigger this year. If they get off to a 4-0 start and they knock off the bully that's been Clemson and you beat LSU again in a battle of two top 10 teams, I mean, Florida State's recruiting is already in a better place right now. It's going to go through the roof if they start yeah. out 4-0 and you're in the top five for the vast majority of the season. Like you said, the only time you'd start to get worried, and Corey, you brought this up last night. You're right. Djurkovic did transfer to Pitt, didn't he? So they, they, Phil Djurkovic uh, could end up being really good for them, and, and that could be a tough test. We'll see. We don't know. There's always one game that you're not pointing to right now that suddenly looks a little bit more difficult than you thought preseason. My guess would be that one is maybe the one um, that could end up being a bit of a test late in the year if you're ranked that high with everything on the line and Pitt would get up for you. They could make that a night game. Who knows? Maybe the weather's inclement. But, man, I am here for all of that. Yeah. I am here for the nervousness that follows a team that has a chance to play for a national championship. It used to be that was the existence of Florida State fandom. You just went every week into every season knowing there was something major on the line to be lost or won if you could sustain excellence or not. It's been a long time, man, and that is so good for a program. It's so good for the city of Tallahassee, for the businesses. It's good for what we do, uh, and it's good, obviously, for Knowles everywhere that once again want to see their team be the talk of college football. You know, it's funny, though. Like, 2013 is the only national championship Florida State team that I've been around, and after early in the year, you know, you kind of knew they were the dominant team they, uh, until the Auburn game. And really that was only because of kind of some of the, just knowing the, yeah. the SEC was. Well, remember the they SEC survived was, the Maryland game too. They were, yes, they did. But you kind of felt. It was seven, nothing second quarter gang. It was seven, you, nothing. I'm just saying. You didn't have that nervous energy before games. What was it like being Florida State fans when they were playing those Miami games that you knew Miami and well, Florida games that you knew were the whole season? Cause you didn't have a chance. Starting Saturday night of the previous week. You're That's like, correct. okay, now it's Miami week. It's yeah. Miami week. And you, the you, clock wouldn't even strike zero Corey on that other game the week yeah. before. And, and we would all start turning to each other and be like, all right, Let's go. It's time. I mean, it's like, your, like you it's your whole season. It's yes. your whole season. It was a whole season. And you're basically point. counting down to that game. You like you got to get through these three games to get to that game. You got some, there might be a closer game than you thought in the middle there, but normally it was like okay, those are the two dates, and it was like that for a decade until walking, Miami uh, got caught cheating. Walking into those uh, stadiums, whether it be the Orange Bowl down in Miami, after you've survived no blocky, no blocky, and <laughs> Also, the walking into Doke. I mean, it was all, it was incredible. It was incredible. I can't believe the nine minutes went like that. For Irish Chappelle, Corey Clark, I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks so much for watching and listening, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week. Be well. Go Knowles. Peace.